Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. If you are new to this podcast, I am a productivity strategist for multi-passionate creatives at saganmorrow.com. I help people manage their time and energy effectively through customized, actionable strategies that work for your unique life and business. When I'm not teaching about productivity to solopreneurs, I spend my time writing romance novels and occasionally business books. And that is what this podcast is all about, the adventures of the author life. Now, let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly Podcast. Today, I want to share five things that happen when you become an indie author. If you are an indie author yourself, then I bet that you can relate to some of these. And if you've been thinking about writing a book, then consider this your heads up for what to expect. Number one, everyone gets real curious about how much money you make. This isn't an entirely new experience for me because when I started blogging and freelancing back in 2008, I definitely had people asking me questions about it but I still find it pretty funny, and depending on my mood or the context in which it's asked, sometimes annoyed, by the number of times I have been asked whether I make money as an author and how much money I make. I mean, seriously, if I got a dollar for every time someone asked me about it, well, I would probably make more money that way than I did in my first year of writing books. It would be interesting to see academic research or a sociological project on the subject. Why is it that people have no qualms about asking how much you make when you're an author, but they wouldn't ask that same question to people in other industries, for example? That's not to say that this is a bad question to ask. And I do think that as a society, we need to get far more comfortable talking about money. But it is interesting that people typically ask this question of authors when there's a very good chance that they wouldn't ask the same of someone else. Anyway, regardless of the intention behind it or the context, this is one of the most common questions indie authors get. So that is one of the first things that happens when you are an indie author. Number two. A ton of people start telling you about how they are going to write a book as well. (laughs) Basically, as soon as someone finds out that I'm an indie author, I could flip a coin to see which of the two responses I get. 50% of the time, people want to know if I make any money from it. And the other 50% of the time, people tell me about how they want to write a book. Again, it's pretty funny and kind of cute how you can basically guarantee that this will come up. Now, I find this comment fascinating for a few reasons. First, it indicates just how many people love the idea of writing a book. And that is fantastic. Self-publishing books is more accessible than ever before, so anyone has the capacity to make it happen. Which brings us to the other fascinating part about it. Nine times out of ten, the people saying this will tell you that they have the entire book written in their head and they just need to get it on paper. Or they've been wanting to do it for years and they just don't have the time. And that indicates just how challenging it is to write and publish a book. 
Anyone has the capacity to do it, but very few people actually follow through and do it. By the way, this is part of why I created the, this Indie Author Weekly podcast in the first place, because I wanted to make it easier for other people writing and publishing books too. And I wanted you to help me keep accountable with my own books. So by listening to this podcast and learning from my experiences, you are actually helping me out as well. We both benefit. If you want help with getting your book idea out of your head and onto paper, I have a whole episode on that topic. Tune in to episode 39 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast to get those tips. Also, if you wish you had the time to write a book, then you definitely need my time-saving tips cheat sheet. Grab it at saganmorrow.com slash save time. It will teach you how you can save 10 hours a week and actually have the energy to do fun creative projects such as write a book. So again, you can grab that at saganmorrow.com slash save time and I will drop the link in the show notes as well. Okay. So that's the second thing that happens when you are an indie author. People tell you they want to write a book too. Number three, you go on a roller coaster ride of emotions. Yes, one moment you love the writing process and you are so proud of the books that you've written. And the next moment, you are convinced that you are a terrible writer and you are pulling out your hair because your characters won't do what you want them to do. The emotional roller coaster of being an indie author is just part of the journey. It's definitely helpful to be aware of it and to notice when it's going on so that you can then try to have some middle ground. It's that balance in the coasting when you can channel more creativity and make really good progress with your book. Number four, you start saying, hold that thought, I just had a book idea. And you have an ongoing list of story notes at all times. This happens to me constantly. It's fun when it happens around my spouse, Mr. Science, because he has, to, he has started providing me with input too. He'll say things like, oh, you should include XYZ in your next book. Or, hey, that's an interesting idea. You should write a scene around that. We'll just be having an everyday conversation and he's suddenly giving me more ideas for my books. It's, it's fantastic. I also find that this happens a lot when I'm out for walks or if I'm trying to fall asleep at night. I'm always taking my phone out to write myself emails at those times so that I don't forget the idea. This is a really cool aspect. You know, when you are writing books, creativity begets creativity. So the more that we write and the more creative that we are, the more ideas and inspiration we continue to find. So it's this sort of ongoing effect that happens. And you also might find that, you know, you start getting ideas for all kinds of future books too. I often think that this is one of the fascinating problems with being an indie author is that you kind of always want to be writing at least 10 books at any given time. It's pretty funny. Okay, so this brings us to number five for our list today of the things that happen when you are an indie author. Number five, you learn so much about self-discipline and motivating yourself. This is one of the most beautiful skills that you develop as an indie author. 
The deadlines you set are the ones you created. You don't need to be accountable to anyone else. And because of that, you need to have the drive, the discipline, the motivation to keep pushing yourself through the process from start to finish. As a productivity strategist, I really love this sort of lesson that every indie author experiences. You might not even realize it's happening and that you're developing this important life skill. And also it's a muscle that you strengthen over time. If this is a skill that you would love more help with developing, then I recommend you join my productivity powerhouse e-course at saganmorrow.com powerhouse. In that program, I'll really guide you through this whole process of disciplining yourself and motivating yourself and really staying focused and on track with your goals. Okay, now I would love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Does anything surprise you on this list of the five things that happen when you're an indie author? What would you add to it? Connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at SaganLives to chat about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more that you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better I can accommodate that. You can also submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously at saganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and rate it on Apple Podcasts. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or a review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. By the way, you can access complete word-for-word transcripts of this episode and all past episodes, plus sample chapters of my books and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast. Get access to all of that at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.